Yo, 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 yo. Wrestling fans, are you ready? You better get those Magusta Pops. It's time for all the kayfabe. Oh, Magusta. Into the danger zone. Hey, yo. Well, let me tell you something, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Water Cafe Podcast. I am your host, the villainous one, Nick Venom, along with my two good friends, the professor, Staggerly Crocker, and the man that makes my blood boil every time I see him uh, every Monday night on the show. I give you Danny Kayfabe, Danny Bromega, and the one, the only, Dan, the mother ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a little loud. My bad, Sean. With us tonight. We have a very special guest. He's one of my best friends in the whole wide world. Fellow Atlanta Braves. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm a little hype. I get hype. Yes, anyway. You heard about bit. Anyway, no. Uh, he is one of my best friends in the wrestling world. He is a, another Atlanta Braves fan, by the way. Uh, we're the champs. We're going to become a chance again. It's going to happen. I give you the one, the only, Mr. Sean. Bro, also a member of House Bentley. So yeah, Mr. Sean. <laughs> Welcome on the show, it. my brother. How you doing? Absolutely wonderful, gentlemen. How are you guys? Doing good. Chilling, chilling, bro. Okay. So good to have you on the show. This is a long time coming. We've been saying we do it for a while. I'm glad we're able to get it done. But we finally got it. Finally nailed it. So uh my man. For those of you who don't know who you are, please enlighten them on who the hell you are. I'm I'm absolutely nobody. That's been the whole oh, point. Don't say that. It's uh, not bad. <laughs> I've I've been an independent wrestler all across the Gulf Coast and then some other states uh, since the last ooh, 12, 13 years almost. Trained trained in two thousand nine. Started wrestling full time in two thousand ten. So. I just and I found you what 2018 no 2019 I found you. Yeah, with after we had the whole uh APW kickoff and everything, we, we found each other, man. It was great. House event, house house party. It's a great show. Yes. The house great party was show. our most was APW's highest yeah. viewed show. We had the most uh people there and we streamed like, we streamed some of it, but five hundred plus people that night. It was insane. Yes. Standing room only. That's how yes, packed that place is. And that place never, I don't say never gets packed, but. We've done a couple of hundred, but we've never packed it where we had only standing room. Right. That was the first time we did this. It's Gulf, Gulf Coast and Gulf State Wrestling, same company, but yeah. they've done two or 300 people uh, in that cool. building. And then we, we decided to run it and we wanted to make it count. So we definitely, uh, we filled it. Now, so I, I got a question to ask you really quick, since I'm really not knowledgeable about the Louisiana wrestling scene. Do you wrestle for uh, P, what is it, PW225? Right, Pro Wrestling 225. Um, I want to. I never have yet. Um, we've had That's a few bookings that have, fall, that have fallen through. Fallen through. Um, I was supposed to be in a couple of their Super Gold Rumbles. Um, I was supposed to be in a tag match with one of their guys once. But something always comes up, whether it's work or, or something like that. Um, love just about everybody on their roster. Nothing bad to say about the company. They are a phenomenal group of talent. Um, Wild Thing, uh, Mike White, all those guys. Uh, I'd love to work with them. I haven't yet, though. Yeah, I, I watch a bunch of them on YouTube now because of Nick. So, yeah, it's right. really good stuff. I've been to 
two of their shows. One was a crossover with GSW. Uh, yes. which I think was supposed to be APW, but it got changed in the last right. or like the last or something like that. And then the there, one there's in- a lot of controversy with that. Yeah. But, I mean, we're doing what we can with what we got, I guess. So I mean PW two two five has a really good roster now. I mean, you got Christian Blake yeah. as the world champion, which I'm gonna be real. He absolutely deserves that belt. I mean, the the shit that he went through to get that belt, definitely definitely a huge payoff and i'm so happy for that man to win the world title the the storytelling that blake's has been doing for the last several years has been great yeah. um we start i say we started he started before me but he started with with scott phoenix one of my best friends and um i watched him before i got into it and then we we worked out we worked together for a while and just he's come so far he definitely deserved every bit he's gotten yeah so I want to address them before we move on to the uh, to the topics that we have today. You made a post on Facebook uh, the other night. Talk to me about that post, man. What's going on? What's going Bro, on? Like, Come on. Man, I, like I said, I've been doing this. I started in 2009, just off a whim. Uh, I couldn't play football anymore. High school was over. I had some five time to do. I've always wanted to do this. And uh, Saturday night, we we came to a culmination of things that have never been talked about. I've never been in the world title picture. I've never been a part of that. It's always been tag or it's always been just beating people up. Um, we came to the idea that it's something that we should, we should push for. Um, Bobby and I, Bobby knew he was going for the, uh, the title defense that he wasn't sure about. Once, once that happened, I mean, I love Ashton. Don't get me wrong. We, we've had our ups and downs too, but I, I, uh, that, that was special for me. So when I made the post, you know, obviously they're on the show on the Sean Crow page. It was just, you know, where there's war, there's casualties. But for me personally, you know, almost 15 years, not quite, but 15 years of pushing, I do what I'm asked to do. I've never politicked i've never broken any promises i've done exactly what i said i was going to do when i when i'm asked to do it um just be given the the chance to be in a world title match uh which we we haven't said it yet but i'm hoping that with with what i did saturday actually really doesn't have a choice so we'll see what happens and um i'm just so thankful i really am for flip who who i kind of picked on that night and then for bobby um with APW and Eddie and, and everything they're doing. I couldn't say how grateful I am and with words. So I'm gonna go out there and, and show exactly how grateful I am. And once they let me get my hands on him, we'll uh we'll go from there. And dude, you have an absolutely great wrestling skill. You know what I mean? Like I've been watching you since twenty nineteen. And I've been following you since since that time. And it's like me and Dylan talked about this. Me and a few other people have talked about this. You know, our friend Dylan. Um, yeah. Dude, he absolutely, and I said, dude, Sean deserves the title. Any title that he goes for, he deserves. The man wrestles like a fucking machine. You know what I'm saying? Like, the last few matches, the matches you have with Cody, you know, it's like, dude, this, this guy is freaking huge and he's got, he's got it all. He's got all the tools. But it's like, at the same time, you haven't been in the title picture. You've never really had a chance at a title. So for you to say, hey, I'm going to go after the world title, that says something. That shows like, hey, 
you know, this is going to be good. Because you would absolutely make a great champion. And I'm not trying to blow smoke in your ass. I'm just saying it because it's it's coming from the heart. It's true. You know what I mean? And I really appreciate that. You know, and yeah. I've always kind of been the bodyguard. You know, the guy that, you know, takes care of people like Ashton. Takes yeah. care of people like Bobby. Right. Um, And I kind of feel like, you know, with this whole idea I have in my head, it wasn't a, a house decision. It was It was me. Oh wow! I kind of feel like Bob, Bobby, Bobby's gonna have some issues with it once it's all said and done. But we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But the match with Cody—that was probably our fifteenth, twentieth time in the ring together. Oh, Jesus, you know we we wrestled all across Louisiana. Um, I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, he's only won a couple of times of that. <laughs> but he's a. Uh, yeah. I, I don't take anything from him. He's gifted, especially for a man of his short stature with. Yeah, I don't want to be rude on this podcast, but uh, he's talented, to say the least. And I don't take anything from him, but there was no way he was leaving with his hand raised. But I appreciate that. Um, I've always had the, the mindset, you know, if it can be done, I'm going to do it. So I'm not uh, I'm not afraid to do anything. I mean, I jump off the top rope and I, I throw people around. It just doesn't really matter to me who you are. You Step into the crow's nest and that's it. I did slap your chest. That was that was on your own cognizance, though. So, what the hell, boy? I deserved it, though. It is what it is. It's part of the biz clears, because man, I never did that. That was that was when David Silver retired, and it I don't was. know what I said, but we were walking out, we're walking out of the venue, and we're all talking and all that stuff. And here comes Sean. I know we're just gave me a big show, like slap in the chest. It's like oh. I don't, behold, I don't do it too often, but lo and behold, he had like a I had like a big ass bruise like right here, and I texted him. I said, "Dude, you realize I had a necklace on? You almost broke it." He's trying to do an Andre I'm the Giant, trying to do the Andre the Giant rip off the Christian the necklace. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> no, at the time I didn't have a dog tag from a mom, so I used like a cross, and I had a dog like I used chain. And I just said, "But this is dedicated to mom." And so, literally that night, Sean and Sean's a big dude. All right, don't let don't let the the, the beard and the hat fool you. This is a big gargantuan dude. How tall are you, Sean? I'm six foot two. Just oh, wow. at seven foot. You gotta be. Come on, dude. You gotta be in the business. So, come on, bro. This I, like Nick's wearing a, a snapback. This is a fitted hat. I can't wear a snapback because my head's too big. Yeah. Um. This is an eight, and it, it, it's kind of tight on me. Did that so. came from Mike? I, you, well, uh, I I can't actually wear any hats, any, uh, the fitted hats or anything. I I've had to order hats off of like ex, big head hat stores online. Dude, like when, mine. When I, when I was a... when I was five, when I went to Mexico, I would wear a full size adult pinata. I mean, dumb, I mean sombrero. He wore a pinata on his head. Sombrero. <laughs> so this is a company that you can look up, and they're all over like TikTok. It's called Mammoth Headwear. It's a yeah. snapback. Now this is. It's got two bits missing, and I can wear this hat. It's an oversized snapback. They make a bunch of colors. They don't really have a lot of logos or anything on them. Yeah, They're yeah. great. Can you get custom logos put on them? You can. I mean, you can get them embroidered. I tried doing mine one time, and it messed it up, so I didn't do it anymore. Well, but, uh, yeah. There you go, Dan. Good idea, Dan. You should, you should give them people. And you no, said it's but... called Ma- Mammoth Headwear? Mammoth Headwear, yeah. That's cool. 
Mammoth Headwear. There you go, Dave. I'm going to I'm have to remember that. I'm not sponsored by them, so I get nothing from them. Yeah. <laughs> but they do make some really good Yeah, we're not sponsored by Pro Wrestling Crate. We did, like, our last video, which was last Monday, we did Water Cape. Uh, we did our mind bit on Pro Wrestling Crate, and we, we're not sponsored by them. Like, I just do it because I do it. I am sponsored by a couple of companies, but Mammoth Headwear is not one of them, so. Yeah, Collar and Elbow is one of them. I know that for a fact. Collar and Elbow, yes. Because I use your code to get my Good Brother shirt. Absolutely. Which if, I, if I didn't find this shirt, that would, that's what would be the shirt I would wore tonight. Hey, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't, who's Collar and Elbow run by? Isn't that... Um, it's Al it's Snow's not, company. Al Snow, yeah. It's Al Snow's company, but Grunt Style, I don't know if you know who that is, the, the veteran apparel. Um, they're, they've got a big chain of, of shirts and stuff, but they actually bought out collar and elbow, which is why they haven't put it out any new material recently. But, um, but they're supposedly supposed to kick off some more marketing stuff soon, but, but I also own the company, but grunt style is running everything now. Oh, gotcha. Not about doing strong style. Give me some strong style merch, but Sean would, would definitely slap me in the chest if that was the case. Cause you know, I got rock collar and elbow. Absolutely. Because if he sees me with that type of stuff, you'll go berserk. And I know that for a fact. Well, well if you want to claim that you're a strong style, you better be ready for strong style. I mean, technically, I okay. am. I took a big ass <laughs> chop to the chest by Sean. I mean, Jesus Christ. And I was I was really fat then when I did that. So imagine that with all the muscle well, I put on. And it's like, oh, trust me, Brittany saw it. Because like the following weekend, I went to her house, right? And she saw the big ass hamper. She's like, Nick, what the hell happened to your chest? Oh, that's what my buddy Sean, he just slapped the shit out of my chest just, just for shits and giggles. Well, why? I don't know. He just did it out of nowhere. It just, I guess it's just a thing that, he, oh, he loves me or whatever. Was there an imprint of a cross left on you? Yes, there was, as a matter of fact. It was actually an imprint. And I sent him the picture. I'm like, look what you did to my chest, bro. It's a blood spot. <laughs> and so it's like. My, my favorite chop moment ever was me and Scott Phoenix wrestled in New Iberia. Um, it wasn't house party, I don't think, but it was one of those shows we ran. I chopped him on the the left side. He's a bodybuilder, so I chopped him on his left side. Mm-hmm. The fan said, "Do it again." I'm a heel, but regardless, so, all right. So I put him in the corner. I said, "I'm sorry," and I hit him with the other side. And he had two perfect handprints on each side of his chest. It was great. It was great. Yes. Didn't you do that at uh, APW? At uh, it was an APW show in New Iberia with me. And oh, Scott I know that. Said. I'm talking about recent. White Castle. And I want to say we, we, we try to do it again, or one more time. Me oh, the, the, Bayou, the Bayou Pigeon show. Yeah. Um, with Cody, I did a chop. I think. I'm about to say, well, yeah, we, I know you did one. we went back and forth for a little bit. Me and Cody did with that, and uh, I didn't get to do the the payoff. But yeah, we, he had his pretty marked up whenever he left too. I, I promised him I would do it, but shout out to my boy Steven because I told Steven that you was gonna be on the show and he went like ballistic. He's like, Oh my god, you got who? Sean Crow, bro, that's gonna be awesome, bro. I can't wait to watch it. Like, yeah, like he's gonna be on the show, like you know, like you know, when we do a shout out, that would be cool, bro. Get the crow Steven. man. Like, All right, cool, I'll get the crow man on the show. I mean, I'll I'll tell him, you know, hey, what's up? You know, my boy Steven said what's up and all that stuff. But yeah, Steven's we could the man, it. bro. Oh yeah, he's He's absolutely one of the down-to-earth coolest dudes ever. And he'll text me the most random time of the night. Like, he'll see me some some crazy-ass meme, and I'm just like, bro, I'm in the bed, and I'm sleeping. I I could say he's he's our most active commenter. Keep it up. (laughs) He is. As a matter of fact, he commented on our last video, which is hilarious. Uh, I'm 6'2". He makes me feel short. 
So he's, yeah, he's, he's taller than kid. I am. He's a big, burly guy. Big, bigger oh, beard yeah. than me and everything. He's a great dude. Though. He's my other big, burly guy. But Sean, Sean's the OG. <laughs> yeah, Sean's the I appreciate OG. that. I appreciate that. But yeah, so a little backstory for all you people that uh, are new to Mortal Kombat. Me and Sean go back to 2019. So 2019 is by far the worst year for me. And, you know, death of my mom really changed me up many ways at one. Without Sean. Without Sean and without uh, a few other people. Um, Sean was pretty much one of the people that helped me get through it. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to get into all the subject, but it, it, it got to, it got very deep in the process. And, uh, and there's Dan. Dan's coming back. There he is. Oh, there he is. All right. There's that Dan. Weird. That was weird. It just kicked me out. And with, with Sean, Sean at one point had the, the let's go videos and watching those motivational stuff. I mean, like one of them made me tear up bad. But it's like I felt like one of most of them was speaking directly towards me. So, all right. And that made it to where we're just friends to now is like a brotherhood. Like we're family at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah, we wear the same Atlanta Braves hat, but really and truly, he's, he's family. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'll say it. Brittany loves him. Brittany absolutely loves you because she's like, I'll send her the videos. Like, hey, you need to see this. Hey, you need to watch this. He'll get you through the day. It's like, oh my God, who's that big? Who's that big guy with the red beard? I was like, Dad, Sean. Oh, well, tell him I said thank you for the video. I was like, that's the that's the let's go guy. I mean, so, I wanted to say this on the podcast. I've said this multiple times personally. I've said this multiple times, but it's like, it's people like Sean is why I'm here today. Because if it wasn't for Sean, if it wasn't for my girlfriend, it wasn't for my family. Things would be a lot different. That's all I gotta say. Now back to get to programming. Anyway, double or nothing. AEW presents double or nothing. Happened last night, and boy, it was uh, it was something to say the least. Sean, did you watch Double or Nothing last night or what? I'm going to go ahead and just be honest with you. I have not watched AEW programming minus a couple of their first shows. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, I, uh, I love their talent. I love yeah. a lot of the stuff that I know that they do. I've seen like bits and pieces like on Snapchat and stuff. Yeah. I've never actually sat down and watched their programming. I keep saying I'm going to. have not done it yet. Um, you should, I can't tell you what the card was. Well, I know they had uh, the, the, the Elite versus... Uh, the uh, Blackpool Combat Club. Club. I mean, the Blackpool Combat Club. I'm sorry. Um, which that was, was the William uh, Regal thing that right with him and yeah. Moxley and them. Which makes okay. it was. Which makes no sense. Which makes no sense now because Regal's not part of it. Nobody, nobody there's from England. <laughs> it's it just sounds cool. It does, and I think that Don Callis may be possibly joining them along with uh uh Kush. Takeshita? Yeah, Takeshita. I mean, now that we have Takeshita. two... Now, I mean, th- now there's a Canadian in there. <laughs> yeah? Yeah? It's a Canadian it's combat a, club. It's a combat club. This is literally planning the seeds for uh, blood and guts. Yeah, blood and guts. I feel like... Yeah, it's going to happen. And I, 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 don't, and I feel like Dan's going to agree with me on this. Kota Bushi's coming back. 
So that that's what I was kind of pissed off about because me and Joey were watching the pay-per-view all together. We watched right. every single minute of it on the phone together, right? And the part where they had, um, after the match, Kenny was getting beat down, the crowd was chanting Coda. I swear to God, I thought he was going to come out. Yeah, I thought he was going to come and out, too. Nothing. I mean, dope if he did. Oh, it's possible. You're talking about an international wrestler, though, also. They might not have had the uh, the visa to get him over there at the time. That paper had been so much better. But yeah, there was it was a it was kind of a big fart. We also <laughs> we kind all... of just random shit. It was it, the it, week, it, it was, was it, I it, compared it to sort of like if Vince Russo came to AEW and started booking stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Especially that super kick. Oh god, that, that explosion. Dude, literally that that super kick explosion had more explosion than the Barbar death match. Yeah. Changed my mind. Change my mother effing mind. Bro, did you see? Speaking of that, really quick. Did you see in the fucking um, AEW game, you could change the size of the explosion for the death match? Oh, dear Jesus. No. In the, yeah. Yeah. In the um, in the options menu, you can do little, medium, or big. So y- you can you control them and do little. So it's just like little sparklers and shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Yes, Fight Forever is coming out June 29th. I'm excited, dude. Like, I, I'm going to be real. I've been watching gameplay on this. Sean, I know you're not big into AEW, but, dude, you got to check out Fight Forever, bro. Oh, I'm going to get the game for sure. I, I, I'm going to uh... tell you right now, you got to get Fight Forever. Bro, I'm, I'm going to test that ass in Fight Forever. All of us can play. I mean, it's if it's obvious. Too? What's that? It's cross-platform, too. Absolutely. God. If it's obvious, I'm not going to say anything or point any fingers, but if it's obvious who I would be, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to point any fingers. It's definitely not Stone Cold Steve Austin. You're gonna I, be, know, you're blink- I know you're Penta's gonna be a in the router. game. Joey, shut up. <laughs> it's going to be Think- fun to use Penta in the game. Oh, of course I'm going to put Penta in the game. Of course I'm going to play as Penta. Why not? No, just, no, 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 I'm just saying it in general it's going to be fun to play as him. Oh, yeah. like I know I'd- you are. Oh, dude, I can't wait. I can't wait to play as if my boy. I, if I can't hit a Canadian Destroyer through a ladder where the guy breaks his ankle, I don't want to play. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to return that game. Look, at, look here. Uh, was it Dante? Was it Dante? No, yeah, it, was yeah, da- it was Dante. It was Dante Martin. Yeah, the, the Dante, the, those those brothers are fucking cursed on injuries. Yeah. All the time. They start, they start going and then just something happens. And Nick is so shocked and, that he's injured, he's frozen. And, and if it's not wrestling, they get injured in a car accident going for wrestling. Bro, dude, shout out to my father-in-law, dude. Made me some white-tailed deer. Oh. Is Nick jerky, is... What is that jerky? Or like a, it's, what is, it's white-tailed deer jerky. Oh, okay. It looks like a hot dog. <laughs> no. no, bro. World of Kayfabe, sponsored by Bar S Hot Dogs. Uh-oh. So. Pause recording right here. Okay, we're back. We had some technical difficulties with... Ghost came up and messed up with... Uh, apparently, my mom... What else is new when it comes to the World of Kayfabe and technical difficulties? It, it, we're live, pal. That's what happens. That's what happens. But, uh, yeah, out of nowhere, my shit just, like, Went off for no reason. Like, what the fuck? Because my fan kept going, and I'm like, what the 
Got a cat in the room now. By the way, the fan that blows my crotch. Anyway, no, but uh, yeah, that's the sound bit, by the way, in case you didn't know that. Give my camera. All right, perfect. We're back again. Sorry about that, guys. Just had some issues with uh, my with my technology. You know, technology is a bitch. But no, uh, Double Nothing was. I feel like Double Nothing was underwhelming. It was. To it say was the least. It, it kind of like some of the stuff was great. The four punch match was all right. I mean, it. it <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't a main event because MJF said, "Why the hell would I be rolling in John Moxie's blood?" Or let alone the uh, blood or glass or whatever the hell they had. Uh, although, although I was highly disappointed with that, Jay White didn't win the uh, the title in the yeah you in knew the international one. What you knew that was not going to happen. I just wanted I wanted Orange Cassidy to lose the title because it was everybody time. wants him to lose that title. <laughs> it's everybody. time. It's time. Yeah, it's like Jade so, Cargill. I'm glad. Didn't I tell y'all? Didn't I tell y'all? Yeah, you did. That Statlander was going to come back. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm kind of recuperating because I had a little mini panic attack just now because I thought my computer was done with. I was trying to get back. I was going to do a Zoom call on here, but uh, for some reason, it didn't support my the software. I don't know. Weird. Anyway. But, no, getting back to everything, we also had WWE's Night of Champion, which we now crowned a brand-new World Heavyweight Champion in Mr. Seth F. And Rollins, which I'm going to be real. The perfect man to win the title, even though we all kind of hope AJ would have won it. But it's like, here's my thing about it, and I'm sure Sean would agree. AJ has done everything in his business. Yeah. Granted, to say the least. I do find it really funny that they put the. They, they're like, we we got to have a title on somebody that can defend it all the time. And now Seth Rollins is off filming a movie again. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's kind of a double story for that one. <laughs> But, Sean, what's your thoughts on the brand new title, by the way, speaking of that? So, I love the incorporation of what would be, like, the big gold and then the new logo and things. I, I like. I didn't like it at first, I'll be honest. I was kind of skeptical, but I mean, it's yeah. grown on me uh, over the weeks they've been showing it. And watch. I watched Night of Champions Sunday morning. Uh, we had our show Saturday, so I try not to do a whole lot of other wrestling stuff while we're doing that. But um, Honestly, overall... Seth was definitely the guy to put it on. I love AJ. Like you said, he, he has done everything yeah. uh, from between Japan and TNA and WWE and, and right. what he's been able to accomplish. Right. And then what he's been able to accomplish has been nothing short of short of extraordinary. But um, Seth is just kind of the guy. You know, I mean, if it wasn't Roman with the title, I feel like Seth would have had the title anyway. So regardless, I think he's definitely got to put it on. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dan. Is it, is it safe to say that you would consider Night of the Champions one of the strongest Saudi shows that they've done? It is the strongest Saudi oh, show yeah. they've done. Yeah, there was no there was no uh there was no ridiculous let's pull up this retired wrestler and put this yeah. retired wrestler. You know, there's no none of that gimmick match. Goldberg they versus Undertaker. There, there was no, then, they did they didn't do any weird gimmick matches like pulling in random people. Right, and then outside of the Zoe Stark thing, there was no big plot twist or anything. Everything was kind of straightforward and played well. The story oh, went well. Cody Rhodes passing out. That's a well, I mean, 
that was the easiest way to make him not look weak and yeah. then still put Brock over because there was yeah. no way Brock was going to Saudi to lose. Just wasn't yeah, exactly. But, I was able to watch Raw and the way they present it, you know, when you guys watch it, it's 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 much better. So but what right. do y'all think? What do you think the the stipulation is for the third and final match? You know they're gonna have another one. Right. So that's kind of what Cody came out and cut a promo. And it's kind of what right. the gist of it was, is that you know, they're one and one, so they wanted he wants to do it again. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure where the stip would be, because I mean anything with Brock, you can't lock him inside of a cage, it's kind of his environment. Um well, I mean, typically, uh, uh, is known to blow off feuds in Hell in a Cell, so maybe we might get it. Maybe you can have a match where uh, submissions are barred or something like that. So I think they're going to do Money in the Bank is in the UK, right? In yeah. England this year. So yeah. they'll do Money in the Bank yeah. without Brock. They'll yeah. let Cody rec- recuperate the arm, selling the arm or whatever, and they'll do the next pay-per-view, which would be... SummerSlam. Yeah, SummerSlam. Summer uh, yeah. SummerSlam, yeah. right? Yeah. Brock and Cody sell that big on SummerSlam. And I think that, I don't know what the step would be. I think it would be ridiculous to put Brock over for the uh, two out of three, but. Last um, man standing. I, 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 uh, not, not with Brock. You can't sell the beast getting passed out. Come on. We got to bring back the a, tractor. We have to bring it back. Have, I think you have a higher chance of it being a Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. Then a last man standing. You know, Brock putting him through hell and then put locking him. In. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's a great concept. I, I don't know if, I'm not sure where Hunter's leaning towards putting that, but there's got to be a step, obviously, for, for the third and final, hopefully the final uh, match with them. But I guess my, yeah. my concern is, you know, you got to make him look strong because obviously they're going to probably end up running the thing with him and Seth for this title after this. Um, I would assume Cody least, and uh but... and Seth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, that okay. Really, that makes really more sense. So? Don't put Brock near that. Brock. No. No. That. Brock. No. Brock is bigger than that title. I hate to say that, and it's, and, and it's Brock's first. Brock. Brock. Do, Brock doesn't need a title. Thank you. If you That's go, what I'm saying. if you go back and listen to a, there's a interview that John Cena did talking about Brock and how much he puts these guys over, and he does. If you watch his work, a lot of what he does is making these guys look enormous. Compared to what yes. they normally do in a match, because of how oh, yeah. big you're talking Brock about. You're, yeah, you're talking about the one how he said that Brock is so giving. Talking exactly. about well, talking about being the his time. SummerSlam. Right. You know where they did the the suplex and suplex and suplex and following. You know, it was a culmination of that. But when it's somebody else's time, which I think you know they're trying to make it Cody's time, they didn't put him over on Roman like everybody hoped they would. So they needed something to put him over and make him this larger than life superstar than I mean, beating Brock Lesnar clean. Pretty much, pretty much what he did after yeah. the, the blood was big. He d- did not tap, which is he was very adamant about that on Raw. He did not tap, puts him over again. I think Brock is just slowly and surely putting him on a pedestal that nobody's gonna be able to knock him off of. And then you put him against the best guy on the card, being Seth Rollins, and they've already done it once or twice with the the Hell in a Cell with the torn peck, and then they did it the first WrestleMania. Cody came back. I mean, I, there's no better sell for that. You you. Made him the man, dealing with Brock. Now you're feeding him to the guy who also beat Brock in the, in the Beast Slayer. So, yeah, and I, and I think this is my honest opinion. I told this to my buddy Robbie, which you know, I I told this to Robbie. I said, dude, I'm gonna be honest. Like as much as I want AJ to win the title, and it would be great that he win it, but it's like, what hasn't he not done for this business? I mean, you look at his run in TNA, dude. Mm-hmm. His match with Raven in that ladder match back in the day. Right. 
God damn! I was watching uh Best of Raven on uh on Plex. I think it was I think yesterday I was watching it. I was putting clothes up and watching that match. I was like, oh my god! Like just to just to see where AJ has came from since that. Like the dude's he lives up to his moniker. He is absolutely phenomenal. So at this point, at at this type of point point in his career, he doesn't really need to have the world every title. He does. He he has right. nothing left to prove at this point. He is the first ballot Hall of Famer, in my honest opinion. He is absolutely one of the best modern wrestlers in this modern era, aside from your John Cena's, your Randy Orton's, your Brock Lesnar's, your CM Punk's, your Brian Danielson, your Samoa Joe's. Like he's in that, he's in that category. You know what I'm saying? And it's like he's done it all in this business. Not necessarily done it all, but he's done enough to say, hey, he's one of the best in the business. You know what I'm saying? If anything, have that match with Kenny Omega. Have that match with Kenny Omega before he retires. We want that damn match. WWE and AEW Forbidden Door. Make it happen. I know you. I know Triple H and Tony, Tony Khan could do it. They could do it. They could do it. And that should be the marquee match. If not AJ, then Seth Rollins for sure. Or Roman Reigns. That's- Roman I think he would have had a. I think he would have had a better chance of that happening before Endeavor bought WWE. I, I, the only way I could see that happening is if somehow there was something where they, both of them had to deal with, like going over to New Japan and having that match between yeah. them both. But it, I, it would only be in like Japan, I would think. You know, I don't think we'll ever see that in an actual WWE ring. If you'd ever hope that that would ever happen, right? And it's and, and the thing is, I felt like it was the right move to put Seth as the World Heavyweight Championship, man. And it's like I was chatting it up with Steven the other day because Steven and I was talking about it. It's like I'm gonna be honest, like like Seth Rollins with a title, it's great. But the last time he won a big title like this, he got ridiculed hard, and that's yeah. because of the booking, the booking that he right. was going with. And not only that, Hell in a Cell 2019 happened. You know what I mean? We don't talk about that atrocious thing, but we got to bring it up because it was part of the reason why he was the way he is. And people started to turn on him. This guy that is a once-in-a-generation once wrestler that does extraordinary, extraordinary shit is doing great. And now all of a sudden, oh, because he's a champion, the IWC is like, oh, well, fuck him. He's getting boring. He's this and that. Yada, yada, yada. So would it be different as him with the World Heavyweight Championship? You know, you talk about somebody like Seth who has literally almost annually recreated his character. Yeah. Between the, the Messiah, between the, the Seth freaking Rollins, and, and everything he's done in between. Nobody else can do that and get everything over that he does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you've got <laughs> hundreds of thousands of people humming a song. Periodically throughout a show. Oh, and, and that theme song there. is over. Right. It's just as over as Cody Rhodes' theme. You know, and again, if when you go back and watch Raw during the during his promo that he cut, you can't hear anything that he's saying because these people are humming a song so loud, and they're not piping this through the speaker. This is them singing. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're that over. I mean, it's not quite to the heat like Dominic's getting, but it, it's over oh, enough geez. where D- Dominic's can... Dominic's. He's unattainable for most people right now. It's crazy on how loud they are when he tries to speak. Right. Oh, it gets it's it's bad on Raw. But if you show me one other person 
who's gotten that many different characters over consistently and doesn't deserve a title like Seth has right now, deserve what he's gotten, I'll be quiet because there isn't another person like that. Or there hasn't been in recent memory because since he's gotten there between the shield and then going with the authority and then doing everything that he's done, everything has gotten over. Whether you loved him or hate him, that was the point. Mm-hmm. And mind you, the, the monstrosity that was 2019 Hell and Cell. But even with that, strike it from the record if you have to. Seth Rollins will go down as one of the greatest characters of all time because he, you, he adapts like that. Whether you love him, whether you hate him, it's always on top. Heck, the Shield might go down as one of the most successful factions because yes. look, look how many titles they've had. Look how much success Absolutely. they've had. Yeah. And look right. how they all kind of separated on their own thing. Look at Roman Reigns having a thousand, a thousand day a thousand title reign. You right. know what I'm saying? And it's like he's in the top six now. This is Bruno San Martino. Uh, What's the second one? Bob, Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund. Um, I think Hulk Hogan. Uh, Hogan. Hogan's up there, yeah. And then Bruno uh, again, and then yeah, Pedro, Bruno. and now Rome. Yeah. Which is insane, because who would have ever thought? But I, I'm not the biggest CM Punk guy. I'm not. But I saw a, a promo picture the other day. It was CM Punk and Roman like half and half. So they each had 434 whatever days with that particular title. Roman has 19 defenses. CM Punk had like 140 something defenses at that point yeah. in the amount of days. But still, I mean, we're obviously talking about the modern era now. It's not like it was then, where they had where they were on the road 300 days a year. You know, this guy's taking vacations every other week. So yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, and CM Punk also didn't have a daughter. Uh, you know, that's so well. He never got leukemia. There's a lot of yeah. He never yeah yeah. But, but yeah, but I just meant Roman t- is taking more time off for his family. I mean, you, no, you want to go and after him for his family? I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it would be ridiculous for people to go after him for that. Right, and he walked away during COVID because of his daughter. You know, he didn't want to take a risk. Yeah, and I, and I can respect that, That's, especially with yeah. his immune system the way it is, as far as you know, not, leukemia and everything. Not only that, he had just got back, like just got out of cancer. The dude right. had leukemia. Yeah. Coming back the way he did, and then he's been dominant ever since, right? Oh, so he yeah. came back and did the whole Bray Wyatt thing where they beat him up after the show. Oh, been dominant ever since. I mean, Roman's done an amazing job at reinventing his entire character. Yes! The Tribal Chief. He went from being booed and suffering succotash to, you know, the Tribal Chief. <laughs> and I'm at, I'm glad you. But made that's that what point. happens. Oh. That's what happens when you give somebody a, a mouthpiece. You got Paul Heyman. Yes. You give somebody an unattainable goal. Go go win the title and hold it for a thousand days. Who's going to do that? Somebody like Roman with a character who is bigger yeah. than yeah, the tribal chief, who has a, a lineage of being just this outrageous family of talent. I mean, they, they've done yeah. a phenomenal job. The bloodline well, is the greatest. It's probably one of the greatest stories of the modern era. Yeah, and they've done such a good job of one hundred percent. Yeah, and it just keeps getting better. Right. Look at what Look they did with, with, with Jimmy and Jay. That was that yeah. was great, dude. What's gonna happen on SmackDown? Like, so on Raw, the promo they're building for SmackDown is it's gonna be they're celebrating Roman's one thousand days. Now they didn't yeah. say that what they were gonna do, but Roman's gonna be there. 
I can't Certainly. wait to hear what he says. I can't yeah, wait same to hear here. what he says. I haven't recorded, so I can't wait to see what's going down. But yeah, like here's here's a guy, and this is for me. Back in 2015, I was sort of kind of a Roman Reigns mark. When he won the world title against Sheamus, I'm like, this is great because here's a guy that's going to be, this guy's going to be money. This dude's money. He's going to be great. Work on your promo skills. And then it's like 2016 happened. And it's like, he's getting shoved down everybody's throats. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, once he had that leukemia, this is where it's like, you know what? This dude's human, right? This yeah, dude had, sure. this dude had cancer. You know, it's like, it's like, why am I sitting there saying, oh, I hate this guy. Oh, I hate this guy. He sucks. He's this and that. And it's booking and all that shit. And then he comes back and it's like, okay, well, he's the Intercontinental Champion or the U.S. Champion. And he's having feuds with Drew uh, 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 Drew McIntyre at the time. Instead of going after the main title, instead of going after the Universal title or the WWE title, no, he's going after the mid-court stuff. And it's like, all right, well, I'm getting... It's like I'm t- I'm happy that he's not getting shoved down the throats at that point. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then he leaves because of COVID, right? Because he doesn't want to. He doesn't want any part of that, and that is absolutely totally understandable. Did he get heat for it? No, I didn't think he got heat. At least I mean, some people probably say different, but at the same time, I didn't think he got heat. And then he came back. Was it what August? I want to say it was a little after August. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was. It was after it was actually was it SummerSlam? Yeah, it came. It was back. SummerSlam. It came back. Yeah. When he when he speared the shit out of both Braun and uh, the Fiend. Yeah. I want to say right. Yeah. Yeah, and he had the wreck everyone he, and leave shirt on. Yeah. Exactly. No, no, that wasn't SummerSlam. That was um. No, that was SummerSlam. Are you sure? I want to say it was SummerSlam. It wasn't SummerSlam, Bubba. I guarantee you, it wasn't. What was it then? Yeah, what was it then? Say that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because it was in October of 2019. Hold on, y'all keep going. I'm gonna find it. It wasn't October no. of 2019. It was August of 2020. Yeah, August of 2020. You see? Yeah. Yeah. But COVID they said didn't, COVID didn't it, exist in August it was, 2019. It was. Oh dear to God. <laughs> Dan, shut up. Anyway, no. <laughs> No, but like all series, ever since then, ever since he won the Universal title, this man has been on a dominant role. There's been two times I thought Roman was going to lose the title. Drew McIntyre at Clash of the Castle and Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania this year. Which, by the way, Roman had probably the best entrance during his time in WWE at WrestleMania. This past WrestleMania with the final boss type build. It's like... We got this piano symphony, whatever going on. And it's like, dude, I'm digging it. I'm digging this whole thing, you know? But I don't know. Like, I, I don't know who's going to take the titles from Roman. At this point, it could be anybody. Literally anybody. You know what I mean? But, yeah, for me to say, oh, I hate Roman. Oh, I can't stand Roman. And, every, and there's talks that I've had with Robbie. Oh, I can't stand Roman. Roman sucks. Oh, Roman is terrible on the mic. Yada, 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 yada. To where, okay, well, here he is. He's back. But this time, something's different. They gave him creative control. They they gave him the mouthpiece that we pretty much all wanted, basically. Paul Heyman. The perfect man to manage Roman Reigns, in my honest opinion. Look where he's at now. He, has, he is a part of arguably one of the greatest stories 
in the modern era. You know what I'm saying? Since pop, I'll say it since the elite, which is Ring of Honor, Bullet, uh, New Japan, all that. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm happy that Roman's in this. Is in this. Is in this. What can I say? It's in this right now. Glad he's awarded. I'm glad he's the universal champ and WWE champion. But I, I just I see it. He's going to drop it soon. You know what? I I was wrong. It was it was August of 2020. I apologize, but it was at Payback. It wasn't at SummerSlam. Well, yeah, he won the title at Payback. I know that. I'm saying whenever he um, came in and speared he, both he attacked them at SummerSlam. Yeah. Payback was the next pay per view. Yeah, okay. and then he who was the champ? Was it Fiend? Yeah, it was the Fiend. Was the he won Fiend. that night. He beat he beat Braun, and then Roman attacked him. Yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm looking at the SmackDown roster right now. And I mean, yeah. there I there is nobody no, on here. Well, I honestly have I honestly have no clue on who could go. Uh, there would have to be somebody new coming in. Speaking <laughs> of SmackDown, speaking of SmackDown, make a little cheap plug, cheap pop, cheap segue. You can see me on SmackDown in Lafayette, Louisiana, Friday, June twenty third, over in Lafayette, Louisiana, the Cajun Dome. Come see me. Come see the venomous one, Nick Venom, live in living color for SmackDown. So you can you can right you can you can see me on the in the front row on SmackDown too. So you're you in your front row because honestly, he's on Raw. The only one that I could see, and it's still too early. The only one I could see even the potential of getting beating Roman would be Gunther. No, but that's I, he's on Raw. So I I, I know work. a guy that could beat Roman. I just hope they don't run it back with Cody. Like I know. Saying. It's, it's gonna happen, Dan. I, that's how I'm, so, I'm calling it. Look, look at this. I mean, if you if you go by current standing, Sheamus, pop yeah. maybe, uh, Cross, if they ever actually do his character the right way. Yes. Um, I've been saying make this man great. This dude had a monster run in NXT. Theory's over, but then the US Health thing needs to stay like it is for a while. Yeah, needs to be even I, That's I don't the only two guys. Title. Wait a That's minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pump the brakes. You forgot one man. You forgot Ooh. one man that could beat Roman. And I know Ooh. he could beat Roman. Whose game is this? L.A. Night. Oh, game. shut the hell. Yeah. 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 He's not going to win. The, the, the first <laughs> regular title he's going to win is not going to be the WWE title. No. <laughs> Be a champion for goddamn sakes. The man's and the money. Be a champ, but he ain't the gonna be wrong. Money. The only way, and it still counts as a win, is that the only way I can see LA Knight winning is if he was to cash in money in the bank on an injured Roman. He would never beat him straight up. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no. That but true, but I mean, that would be the height of the century. Come on, man. Okay, we, uh, okay, we all know it. Let's just bring in David Arquette. <laughs> Joey, you're a fire. No, I met David Arquette in New York for WrestleMania. And that was great. But really, yeah. <laughs> you we walked out of our hotel. David? We were in the hotel that they did WrestleCon in, and we walked out the door, and uh, David Arquette was walking down the street. So me and Bobby got pictures with him. He's a great dude, great guy. But I love, I love them in C Spot Run. <laughs> Dewey from Scream, just C Spot Run is where I know him from. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> I didn't Ready to Rumble was not a thing or anything. It shows my my age show because I didn't I watch. I still Scream. have yet to see that movie, bro. What? You've never Run? watched Ready to Rumble? Never, Bubba. 
What? You have the WCW set behind you right now. You've never seen Ready to Rock. Thank you. Yeah, I and, know. And, and, I know. And, Here, look. That is sacrilege. And, and he was watching WCW while it was being filmed, so I have no problem. Hold on. I'll change my background <laughs> if it's not worthy. Hold on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, dear Jesus. Take that shit off. I promise you that's not me. <laughs> that's just some crackhead. It's not me. It's not me. There you go. We're definitely not going to get demonetized right here. No, 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 no. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Oh, Jesus. No, but, um, but yeah, getting back to Roman, I'm happy he's still the champ. But at the same time, he needs to drop the title to somebody. Who, though? That's a good question. Could be Jimmy, but that wouldn't make any sense because Jimmy's a tag team wrestler. Don't do the J. Same thing, tag team wrestling. At this point, Solo would be a perfect, perfect candidate. I wouldn't mind having Solo, but the thing with Solo is Solo suffers the same thing what Roman had. Solo is the strong and, and quiet type, so obviously you need a manager for him. And I and I think I may have found the perfect manager. I saw this on Facebook the other day, and it got me thinking. This would be the perfect man to manage. Uh. Solo, and that is Armando Alejandro Estrada. <laughs> That'd be a hell of an idea. I, I still think it's too early, it's, but maybe the poten- maybe the potential for Braun Breaker in the froze. future. Maybe th- what? I think Sean's. I think Sean's picture froze. He's in deep thought. There he is. It's still it's still too early for him. But maybe the, come on, maybe, no. It, it's still too early for, for him. By the way, that's uh, a great picture of you, by the way. Maybe in the, maybe in the future, Braun Breaker could face Roman for the title, but hey, that's sure, too, too early. <laughs> He's like, wait, my cameraman had to adjust. That's right. That's right. It's a slow camera zoom. Like, oh, dear Jesus. Yeah, when he first got in the call, his shit just goes... <laughs> My I do adjust, you know? Kind of know where the beard is at all times. What kind of camera are you using, bro? It's the iPad Pro 12.12 inch screen, whatever. Oh, nice. I want to get. Yeah. They want to get the type of iPad. I like, I like my technology, so I like using stuff like this. Right here. Right there. No, but I like my iPad. I got my. I have an iPad Air 2019, I want to say. It's mm. nice, man. I love the camera angle. Like, if I'm FaceTiming somebody with it, the camera follows me. Like, it's pretty right. badass. I like that. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, but, yeah, also, we had NXT Battleground, which, I'll be real, man. Some of that pay-per-view was actually really good. I only watch a handful of matches. Now, keep in mind, I watched uh, Noam Dar versus Dragon Lee for the Heritage Cup, which, I'm going to say it right now. Noam Dar is underrated. I don't care what anyone says. Noam Dar I, is underappreciated and underrated. I, I, It was one of my drafts on the, on the, yeah? on the draft. <laughs> and then I watched uh, the last man standing match, which was which was Dragunov versus Dijak, Sean's favorite wrestler. Um, yes, also, absolutely. Also, I watched, yeah. Also, I watched uh, the women's match, which I'm going to be real. It's cool that Tiffany Stratton is the women's champion. 
But I'm a, I may catch some heat for this. All right. This is just my personal opinion. So please don't, don't attack me. I feel like the NXT Women's Championship now is pointless. I feel like it's pointless. You don't really have, other than Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade and, 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 I don't know who else. Because I don't watch NXT that much. I like Dawn of the Days of Bailey holding the title. Sasha Banks. Uh, Charlotte at one point. Paige. Uh, Io Shirai or now Io Sky. Asuka. You know what I mean? And it's like now it's like I understand they're trying to make this more of a developmental brand. But it's like, come on, man. Y- y'all mean to tell me y'all couldn't put Cora Jade as a women's champ? I can understand Roxanne because Roxanne only had it. She had she held it like what twice, if I'm not mistaken, or whatever. I could be wrong, but just my personal opinion. I don't. Yeah. I don't yeah, well, care for the NXT Women's Championship well, anymore. T- Tiffany Stratton's like, like that new it girl, Mandy Rose type character. You know, yeah, that's but what Mandy Rose for. held that division down though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. She held that division down, but... Yeah, well, t- well, you know, people criticized Mandy Rose at the start, too. And, yeah. And, you know, she got so many compliments on that. And I'm criticizing right now. Maybe my opinion may change yeah, after I mean, Tiffany Stratton's Stratt- Stratt- new. Tiffany Stratton's new. She might... She... Character might develop more out. By any means. By any means. I'm happy that she's a women's champion. She deserves it. She's a hell of a good wrestler. I've watched her, you know, and... and it's crazy. It's great that she's become the NXT champion in such a short amount of time. You know what I mean? But it's just, I don't know. Maybe maybe my, my, my comment might change. My view of this may change. And no, I don't want anybody thinking, oh, I don't like women's wrestling. Oh, I think women's wrestling sucks. That's not the case. Sean, don't look at me like that. I know you're looking at me like that. Don't Mother. look at me like that. Anyway, no, I do love women's wrestling. I do. I just think the NXT, the, the women's roster, is it's weak. It's weak right now. Is that what I said? Oh, he just messed up with the flag. Happy Memorial Day. Oh, yeah, happy Memorial Day to everybody. Today is the day that we, uh, we honor the loss of our great men and women who have fought for this country. So we... Tip our hats to you. Thank you for your service. By the way, now that Sean put the flag on there. Anyway, but no, I also watched the title match: Braun Breaker versus Carmelo Anthony. Bro, Braun Breaker with that wolf thing on his face or dog thing on his face—I couldn't deal with it because he kept adjusting it. If you saw it, he kept doing this with it or whatever. It was pretty funny. You said Carmelo Anthony or Carmelo Hayes? No, Carmelo Anthony. No, God, Carmelo Hayes. <laughs> I was just thinking of us. What? I was thinking like, of a football player joined the, in, the no, NXT. No, no, Carmelo Hayes. He, he's got uh, jobs, man. You, I knew that's what you meant. <laughs> Carmelo Hayes. Shit, my bad. Yeah. You're good. It's been a long day. Shut up, Dan. <laughs> anyway. No, um, that match was great. I, I enjoyed that match. Um, I don't know what, I, what, what the future holds for Braun. I think Braun's great. I think he needs to be on the main roster, but not be put on the main roster just I, yet. I, I really want him to have come out with Scott and do promos. And Scott At least have the siren. I I just 
but that's just me. I'm just a huge fan of Scott Steiner, and and he could. I just think it would be a great teaming. <laughs> well, not not only that, I like the fact that Ron's a heel now, which is great because he he should have already been a heel at this point. But better late than never. And the thing is, um, I'm just I'm happy. He's on that dominant run right now, which is awesome. He spears people through the stage. You know what I mean? Like this is the Braun Breaker that I wanted, and I'm glad I'm getting. You know what I mean? That's just how I feel. Also, uh, Impact Wrestling had Under Siege uh, over the weekend, and whoo that 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 pay per view, especially the main event, Steve Macklin versus PCO. Uh, was it a no disqualification match or something like that? The no holds yeah. barred or something like that. But man. Dan, what you think about that spot? A spot with uh, Macklin stapling PCO's mouth, dude. Wild. John, did you uh, did you watch Under Siege? I did not. Oh man, missed out. It was a good pay per view. I, I haven't watched TNA in a long time. I watch it occasionally now because um, Thursday nights are kind of hard for me because I mean obviously I hit the gym and then I always hit hit up. Uh, I always hit my cardio after running around my neighborhood and all that stuff. So I kind of either catch it late or I watch it after it uh, goes off the air and I can always watch the replay. And right now, the way how I'm seeing it, I, I'm thinking they, they might be bringing back lockdown with uh, Bully Ray and Steve Macklin. And then what the good hands, what that, that team is called. You know, oh. that, that whole lockdown thing started just because Jesse Rhodes joked about having every match in a steel cage. Eh? And and somebody took him seriously. <laughs> but my husband, well, let me tell you something right now. I'm not going to do nothing wrong, but let me tell you right now. You see, here's a funny thing. You put a big old cage, right? And you have a bunch of people right fight. It's like war games, but it's only one wing, baby. Let me tell you. Hard time, baby. Hard time. I was at that. I was at lockdown 2007 with the infamous blindfold match and the electrocution uh, Dudley Boys match. That blindfold match too. Yeah. Jeez. You know, I, you know, you talk about Dusty. I, we talked about Cody earlier. I just want to point out, and this is just my opinion. I firmly believe what they are doing is recreating the hard time storyline for Cody. Yeah, that's exactly so? what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, I firmly believe that's exactly what they're doing. You know what's funny? Dan brought that up. I think it was what night after WrestleMania. We, yeah. we had a we had our, our review of WrestleMania, and he well said this is the start of the hard times yeah. storyline. They're gonna throw every obstacle in his way until and, and I can't I can be wrong, but I've been pretty good with picks and predictions. But I think he's gonna have his redemption story at forty, dude. I think so. Because it would have been like I like I told these guys the night after WrestleMania, I felt like Cody winning it would have been predictable. That's why I'm glad they went Roman. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I I, I never thought he was gonna win at WrestleMania because I knew I, I had hopes. I had hopes. To the point that I bought a Cody Rose shirt that said finish the story and <laughs> story. And I wasn't happy about well, well, at least you didn't buy uh, one of those. At least you didn't buy one of those stand up for WWE shirts back in the day. 
(laughs) (laughs) But looking back at it now, and I will say this, I'm glad Cody did not win that match. He did not need to win that match just yet. He had a taste of it. He had a taste of it, which is great. But now you realize, hey, going through some hard times, partner. Going through some hard times. All that stuff. And this is going to be perfect for him. I have every obstacle. I think the first obstacle is now Brock Lesnar. And then the second obstacle is probably be Seth Rollins for the World Heavy Championship. Cody's not winning that title. All right. Let's, let's, I'm going I'm to keep it like it is. Cody's not going to win it. On the other hand, LA Knight's going to win the Money in the Bank briefcase, and I'm already calling it right now. It is happening. Sean, you can look at me with that serious face, but you know it's LA Knight's game with that Money in the Bank briefcase. It's going to happen. Yeah! Yeah. If if he's in a qualifying match and he gets put in Money in the Bank, he's my pick. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah! Yeah. By the way, I'm doing that once I come to SmackDown. I told Brady as I get because we uh, wear the LA Knight shirts. We got, I, we got LA Knight shirts. I was Extreme Rules 2013. I probably annoyed the hell out of people around me screaming "Believe in the Shield" every time they were oh, out. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. But yeah, I, I told. I'm, I'm telling Sean now. So if you hear a loud "Yeah," you know who it's from. I got you. This this guy, the Mark. I'll probably be I'll probably be heavily intoxicated, so it won't really matter to me. But you, so I saw somebody compare <laughs> compare him to a ripoff of Stone Cold. I there's a a video or an interview he did with Ben Vliet, and they talk about you know him and uh the Rock, Rock. have similar yeah. similar voice tones. Uh, I didn't realize he did so much of the motion capture for 2K. Yeah, he yep. did. Um, he well did. But if you see, if you go and watch his motion capture for the Stone Cold entrance, it's pretty accurate. Yeah, it's yeah. almost spot on. I watched the video; it's pretty <laughs> insane. I, I, some people are trying to compare the yeah to uh, a the what, what? what? Chant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody had thrown out the idea that they were going to do him and Austin at Mania for the yeah what thing back and forth, but it never did come to light. But. I think it was this year. It was supposed to be this yeah, year. Yeah, there was yeah, it was supposed, supposed to be like, like, for this year. Yeah, for 39. Year. But, but uh, Steve, Steve, Steve Austin had better plans. What? I had to do my new show, Stone Cold Takes on America. What? I'll admit, and I've been, I'm a lifelong wrestling fan. I don't pop for much. Uh-huh. Stone Cold taking a suplex on the floor last year. I popped. Yeah. That was, that was. Yes. Yeah. That was wild. He might man. take a suplex on the floor or something, but Stone Cold taking a suplex on the floor at the time of his life he is right now. Come on, that was awesome. I I enjoyed that match. I look back at that match. I actually watched that match the other day. Yeah, I, I watched. And I appreciate it more than I did then. Yeah, I watched it recently too because uh, my YouTube recommended it after yeah. watching the video. I'm like, sure, I'll watch it. <laughs> Why not? You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. I, I it, it was so cool. Because it felt like, man, I'm in like I'm in teenage, and I see Stone Cold doing this, and what, what, like all that, and it's like, bro, it's, it's just it's nostalgia. Nostalgia is a hell of a drug. But it was, it's when he did that that promo about Kevin Owens, 
when he got off the <laughs> when he got off the, the car and everything. Yeah. It's like, let me tell you, Samson, oh Stone Cold Steve Austin is gonna beat the shit out of Kevin Owens and that's the bottom line. Cause Stone Cold said, like when he did that, he's like, the, you are the biggest son of a bitch. You are the but dumbest. You are one dumb. Son of a bitch. That's it. One dumb son of a bitch. That's right. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Either way, it was funny as hell. I was, I was excited. Yeah. The day that I meet Stone Cold Steve Austin is the day that number one, one of my dreams come true. Number two, I show him off my Stone Cold impression. Don't know how he'll take it. And number three, he'll possibly stutter me. Have you seen? Uh, Nick, have you seen the Stone Cold E.T. videos? Yeah, it's a guy that dresses up in an E.T. mask and goes through a uh, drive through and he talks to oh. Stone Cold, but he's Stone, Stone Cold E.T. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, white castles and shit. <laughs> but, hey, ideas. Really, hey, really quick, Sean, you were talking about uh, L.A. Knight doing the motion capture for the 2K games. Tell me if you knew this. Do you... And I don't think y'all two know this, but do you know who did the motion capture for the WWF Attitude game? Oh, wow. No, I don't. Uh, Hardy Boys. Daniels? No, oh. Har- Hardy yeah, Boys. Yeah, I knew that. But what, what was it? Warzone or Attitude? No, Attitude. Yeah, it was definitely the Hardy Boys. I remember that. It was pretty good. No, I didn't shit. know that. Oh, that would be really young then. Cause, oh, yeah. Because, yeah, 97, he was like... 16, I think. Speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of the Hardy Boys, how you like that botch that Jeff Hardy did? Oh God, geez. it's sad. It's, it's sad. I he he. he I laugh at this now. So, it, it was it was scary. <laughs> Somebody rocking on the ropes and they're like looking like they're drunk and like I, I'm not I'm not saying he's drunk, but he was not stable. No, he bit. was not. He needs That's to. It. He he needs to just. Hanging retire. Up. They both need to just retire. They, they they banged up their bodies a lot. Exactly. I mean, Matt Hardy ain't that far away from retirement as well. I mean, shit. I mean, I mean they started wrestling when they're what, in, their teen, in, in their teenage years, which yeah. actually, your body's not fully grown as a male until you're around 25. So, yeah. uh, it, him, it, they, him wrestling early could injure his body more. Exactly. And uh, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, so I want to thank Sean for being a part of the show. Sean, if you please tell them where they can find you at. That's probably dropped. Uh, I am. I have Facebook for Sean Crow and my own personal Facebook. Please don't add me there. I don't, I don't accept any friend requests. But I do have a Sean Crow personal page. You can go like and follow. I'm on Instagram as well. And July 15th, APW will be back in Bayou Pigeon. I will not be there, uh, luckily for them at least. But uh, we should be back in August for another show, and we'll, uh, we'll get you guys a date as soon as possible. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I thought you needed me at that show. What the hell? So it was supposed to be July 29th. I could have made that. But July 15th, I had something with my son. We won't be able to make the show. But uh, oh. So the show in August should be the payoff, but we'll see what happens with the, the booking or how they handle it. But Eddie, you see that man right there? Make him champion, Eddie. I promise no, you. No, 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 no. I will, yeah, I will sorry. take care of it. Just put me in the ring with him. I'll take care of that. No, but... I do need to type up a letter to Eddie. 
and he had to title for Eddie, a letter yes, saying, hey, you you and your wife screwed Bobby out of the title. This is absolutely They were holding bullshit. the title the whole time. That's crazy. This is absolutely a farce. I demand that you rechange that, that decision and put back the title, which is, I don't know, it's not going to happen, but I was going to do that as a gag. You we, need Commissioner J, we need Commissioner J.J. Dillon to come first. Exactly. To, to we need the title vacant. <laughs> have a tournament. No, don't have a tournament. Anyway. <laughs> Final thoughts before we wrap this show up. Yeah. Anything? Nope. Anything at all? Bueller? Bueller? Guys, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And anytime you guys need another another guest, I'm available. So And thank you for being a part of the show. Guys, if you like this stuff, please consider subscribing to us on YouTube. It helps us out in the algorithm. Uh, we're also on Facebook. We're on TikTok as well. We're also on Instagram if you can find us, which we don't really post that much shit on Instagram anymore at this point. Uh, but really and truly find us on Facebook, Water K uh, podcast. It's on there. You uh, can't miss it. Also, if you prefer the audio version, head on over to Spotify. We have, or oh, actually, it's the video. Of, uh, it's on Spotify as well. But also head to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere and anywhere you can find your podcast streaming platform. It's there. Also, make sure you hit that notification bell on YouTube. That way you don't miss any of our videos when we upload. Uh, we just did a recent episode of our reaction video to Wrestle Society X. Go check it out. It was awesome. We had a great time recording that. We got some more uh, Wrestling Society X videos coming up pretty soon. So stay tuned for that. And with that being said, this is the end of the show, guys. Once again, thank you to Sean Crow for coming on the show. The man, the myth, the mother, and for that. I'm the Venomous One, Nick Venom, along with my two good friends, Staggerly Crocker and Danny Kayfabe, and we are out of here. Crocker, hit that trap. He was wanting me to get down and dirty with him. Oh, I got that fan blowing right, <laughs> right on my crotch. <laughs> Put the brakes on it. I said, brother, you know, that's not my deal. I'm not into the Strictly Dickly stuff. Thank you very much, brother, but I'm going back to professional wrestling. <laughs> He was one. Gentlemen, as you know, the ultimate warrior. Fuck it. It's publicly stated that. Damn it, who put that up? Is that $200 an hour? That's all. Oh, me gusta.